All right, we are live. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is November 26, 2020 and week 95. And as I always say at the beginning of the live streams, thank the Lord because he gives us another chance to get right. Day in and day out, we do something wrong. We do something that displeases him. But through his grace and mercy, He's allowing us to live time after time again and give us another chance. But as we all know, today is Thanksgiving. And of course, this is a pre-recorded message. We hope you guys are enjoying the holiday today. There is a lot of things for us to be thankful for, and especially the things that we take for granted. So I just hope that we all realize the goodness, the, the love of God, the love God has shown us since we were born, because we could be taken out of this earth at any moment of time. So there's definitely a lot of things to be thankful for. Welcome back to Joy in the Midst of the Storm. We hope you guys get something out of the message as always. And if you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm, a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions of them to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And as you can see from the title, we'll be continuing our series. This is part four of the principles of the doctrine of Christ. And this week it is on the laying on of hands or the Holy Ghost. Um, when Jesus got baptized, John the Baptist said he saw that, um, Holy Spirit descending on him like a bodily shape like a dove. And just like baptism, getting the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues plays a very vital role in our salvation. So we're going to be taking a look at this Holy Ghost in this evening's message. So again, happy Thanksgiving, and we hope you guys get something out of it. Without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. Thank you, Melvin. As always, we like to start with a prayer if you guys are at a place where you can we encourage you to bow your heads and join in with us <clears throat> heavenly father thank you for another opportunity lord we thank you for another day in the land of the living lord we thank you for uh this day that we've set aside to give thanks and lord we're giving thanks to you because you've done so many great things you've worked so many miracles you've done so many wonders in our lives and lord we can never say thank you enough so lord we're asking that you would just continue to be in our midst and lord we're asking that we would continue to stay in your will but we're asking that you would continue to give us uh, the wisdom the knowledge the understanding that we need to continue on this journey to run this race with patience to endure to the end lord we're asking that uh, no matter what situation we find ourselves in lord we're asking that you will continue to remind us that there is joy in the midst of a storm lord i know i can speak for myself in saying that sometimes in the exact moment it gets hard to remember but lord i'm asking that you would come through and remind me so lord we're praying these many blessings in your precious name jesus amen amen so once again happy thanksgiving to all of you guys um by this point uh by the point that this video airs uh most of us have probably enjoyed whatever thanksgiving meal that you're planning to eat uh and it does not matter what it is we should all be thankful for any food that we receive uh we still are not even worthy of that so First and foremost, we say happy Thanksgiving to you guys. 
uh, we appreciate you. Uh, since the time that this program began, that you would spend some time with us studying the word of God, seeking to see what God has in store for us. And so we're talking about the Holy Ghost. Uh, and so we'll move uh, to Hebrews 6, where we've started each of these uh, episodes from this series. Hebrews chapter 6 and uh, verse 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works mm -hmm. and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. So we know tonight we're talking about the laying on of hands. And this is one of the things that today especially we want to give thanks for the gift of the holy ghost that's what he's referencing by the laying on of hands this is a gift so let's move to first timothy chapter 4 and verse 14 to explain how we found out that laying on of hands is the Holy Ghost. Uh, we're going to pick up Paul in another uh, letter, and this one he wrote to Timothy, so we can draw the conclusion there. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. Now, it's a gift. We know the Holy Ghost is a gift. Paul said, neglect not the gift that is in you. We know God gives us the Holy Ghost to be in us mm -hmm. which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery he said hands were laid on you people prayed for you and Paul was one of them Paul prayed that Timothy would receive the Holy Ghost that's what the laying on of hands. Now we can go, we can lay our hands on a lot of things. A lot of times we use the phrase laying on of hands today, uh, and we're talking about a fight, but we're not talking about that tonight. We're talking about laying on of hands to receive the Holy Ghost. This is a gift that we ought to be thankful for. This gift is more important than the turkey. This gift is more important than the ham. Whatever it is, your favorite food during Thanksgiving. Somebody likes the mac and cheese. This is more important than that. This is to strengthen the inner man. That's actually where I wanted to get to. And so we're moving kind of fast. But what I really wanted to get to was Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 16. Because we have something to be thankful for, even if you didn't have the Thanksgiving turkey today you still have a reason to be thankful because if you don't have the Holy Ghost you can get it you don't have to pay for it if you do have the Holy Ghost we should be thankful because this is where our strength comes from so Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 16 that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner, inner in the inner man now 
we're talking about God that he would grant you he would grant you this because this is a gift that we would be strengthened by his power the Bible tells us Jesus told he said ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you it's power in the Holy Ghost there's power in God's spirit it comes to strengthen the inner man now the food that we've eaten Lord willing by this point the food that we've eaten today strengthened us but this food strengthened only our flesh this strength only gets us so far but God's spirit the Holy Ghost strengthens the inner man strengthens our soul now people say soul food all the time <laughs> but the true soul food is the word of God that's the only true soul food is the word of God his spirit Jesus told us the words I speak but they are spirit. The word of God. It's the word of God where we get our real strength, the strength for our inner man. Now, food gives us physical strength. But the Holy Ghost gives us that strength to do what God told us. There's a reason people say, <laughs> I just can't do that. Yes, you cannot. Because you have not the spirit of God. Sure you can't do right. Sure you can't. Even once you get it. You still can't do right. Because the Bible tells us in one place. It says Jesus waxed strong in spirit. He grew. Showing us what we must do. We must grow in the spirit. That's why Paul told us, he said, walk in the spirit. Paul told us in First uh, Timothy where we just read. He said, don't, don't neglect the spirit. We got to allow the spirit to grow us. We have to be strengthened by the spirit. That's us growing in it. That's us learning God more and more day by day. That's us continuing to uh evolve and that's that's a word we love in science god wants us to continue to evolve into the people that we should be but it takes us to grow it takes us diligently seeking him it takes us hearing the word the bible says faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of god we have to continue hearing the word so there's a lot to do and not a lot of time to do it so we're talking about the Holy Ghost because we need God to grant us this gift and it's truly the gift that keeps on giving we should be thankful for the Holy Ghost today I, I am because I needed his spirit to shine a light I needed his spirit so that I can see right from wrong I needed his spirit so that I can grow stronger in him uh-huh 
that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Now, we need the spirit for this so that Christ can truly be in our hearts. We say all the time, God is in my heart and he's not even close to being in our hearts because we don't have his spirit. Jesus told us, God seeking a people who would worship him in spirit and in truth. We need the Holy Spirit. We cannot have the truth without the spirit. We only can go so far without his spirit. We don't have our strength. Man shall not live by bread alone. That's all we did Thanksgiving Day was get bread alone. But now it's time to feed our soul, the true soul food. That's the word of God. We have to strengthen the inner man with God's spirit. So he said that Christ may dwell in our hearts by faith. Mm -hmm. That ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height Mm -hmm. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with the fullness of God. We need his spirit to understand all these things. We need his spirit. We know when we look through scripture. Jesus asked his disciples, he said, who do men say that I am? And we know the answers that they gave. Some say Elijah. Some say John the Baptist, one of the other prophets, Jeremiah. They started naming so many people. And he said, who do you say that I am? Peter said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus told him, he said, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. He said, flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, but it was my father which is in heaven. The spirit of God revealed that. It's God's spirit that allows us to be strengthened, to understand the depths of God, to comprehend God's love, to continue in faith, to continue in love. It takes the Holy Ghost. It takes that. So we can truly know who God is and he knows us we found that happening in Acts 19 the 19th chapter we might get to that Lord willing but we find Paul there rather we find some uh, a group of people who tried to cast out a devil and the devil told the people, the devil said, Jesus, I know he knew him because of the Holy Ghost, because of the spirit that was operating in Jesus, the spirit that did the works down in Jesus. But the devil said, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know because Paul had the Holy Ghost. And the devil said, but who are you? The same way God is going to turn so many people around in the last day. He said, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I know you not. 
You don't have the Holy Ghost. And those that do have it aren't walking in it. We're getting weaker and weaker by day because we will not feed our soul. Food is not the way you feed your soul. I know people say, oh, this is soul food here. I know somebody thinks they had some soul food for Thanksgiving, <laughs> but we did not. It's God's spirit that feeds our soul, the word of God. That's the true soul food. He said we need his spirit so we can strengthen the inner man. That's the soul. God's spirit comes to work on our hearts. He said he sent forth his spirit crying in our hearts whereby we cry Abba, our father. God sent his spirit there to work on our hearts. But that's the last thing we want. <laughs> Is God to work on our heart. We say, God know my heart. He know it ain't right. And you know it too. That's the reason we need the Holy Ghost. Because we're not pure at heart. But the Bible tells us only the pure at heart shall see God. You better read that next verse, Mel. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we may ask or think according to the power according that according to the power uh -huh. that worketh in us according to the power that works in us we need the power in us how can we get the power except we have the Holy Ghost go back to Acts chapter 1 how can we have power without having the Holy Ghost reverse Eight there according to the power that worketh in us now there's an us and there's a they we found that so many times throughout scripture there is an us and there's a they there's two groups there's some with the spirit and there's some without so Paul said according to the power that works in us he's talking to people with the power already with the Holy Ghost already. Pick up verse 8 there, man. But ye shall receive power. Now Jesus is talking in future tense. He said, ye shall receive power. That means they hadn't received it yet. Somebody out there has not received the power yet. Don't allow the devil to fool you as if you already have it. He said, but ye shall receive power. He want this power to be in you. Now, there's no purpose of having power and you cannot use it. There's no purpose of having power and you can't use it. I've heard the illustration so many times about a train on its track. The train is full of power. But once that train becomes derailed, and it's come, it's come off the tracks. It no longer can utilize that power. It may still have power. But that power is meaningless. So in essence, it really doesn't have power. Not until we get put back on the right tracks. So Jesus said, ye shall receive power. We have to receive that power. We have 
an opportunity to have the power. We just have to get on track and receive it. He said, but ye shall receive power when? After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. After you get the Holy Ghost, you'll have the power. So Paul said, neglect not the power that is in you. He said, don't neglect the power that you have. He was talking to a person that already had it. He was trying to tell Timothy, don't be derailed. Don't allow someone to take you off track. You know, those of us who get the power of God to dwell in us, we allow our friends to take us off track. We allow our loved ones to take us off track. And we become altogether, the Bible says, unprofitable because we are not using the power. We're not using the power. He said, but ye shall receive power after you get the Holy Ghost. Then you'll have the power. So Paul, that's the reason he said, according to the power that worketh in us, working on the inner man. It's the Holy Ghost down inside of us. But we have to receive it first. You can only receive this. You can't go and pay for this. We found a man trying to do that. The man tried to buy the gift of the Holy Ghost. You can't pay for it. <laughs> no amount of money in the world. He said, thy money perish with thee. <laughs> he said, your money's perishing with you. <laughs> You can't buy this gift. So we ought to be thankful that we have an opportunity to receive something that even the most precious thing, according to our earthly minds, money, that's the most precious thing to so many people. Even the most precious thing cannot purchase what God wants to freely give us. What a mighty God that we serve. We have an opportunity tonight to be strengthened. You know, so many people are suffering with so many things. We're looking for strength somewhere. We're searching. Maybe I can get strength from a pack of cigarettes. There's no strength there. It's hurting you even more. Maybe I'll get strength from the drugs. There's no strength there. We're searching for so many things. Maybe if I just talk to so-and-so, I'm, I'm going to feel better. So-and-so is going to hurt your feelings. We're looking for strength in so many places. Except God. Except receiving his spirit. He said, I'll give you power. He'll give us power. And then he told us our gift will make room for us. That's what the Holy Ghost will do. The Holy Ghost will make room for you. Because God wants to use us for his glory. But we have to receive the gift. We better get back to where we started. Um, let's actually go to the one in 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 4. I think that's the one where he said neglect not the gift. First Timothy. Or, or first Timothy four, yeah. No, that was first Timothy, was it? 
Mm-hmm. But not the gift that is in me. Okay. Yeah, first Timothy four. All right. Uh, verse 14, neglect not the gift that is in thee. So Paul talking to Timothy, he said, don't, don't ignore what you have inside of you. Now, again, this is talking to people who have received the Holy Ghost. Not everybody has it. But we can all get it. We can all receive it. So he said, neglect not the gift that is in you, mm-hmm. which was given thee by prophecy mm-hmm. with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. People prayed. Paul was prayed for. Excuse me. Timothy was prayed for by Paul. We better see this in action. Uh, let's move to Acts. Chapter 19. We'll start at verse one. Now, I want to make sure to clarify that you do not have to have someone lay their hands on you just to receive the Holy Ghost. It does not have to happen that way. But we have seen throughout scripture where people pray for someone to receive the Holy Ghost and lay their hands on them. We've seen that. But it doesn't have to happen that way today. It didn't have to happen that way back then. But God used them to do it. We've seen, and we'll look at it, we see in Scripture also where people did not have hands laid on them. In Acts chapter 2, the 120, nobody laid their hands on them. So it does not have to happen that way. That's just a phrase where we recognize it is code for receiving the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 19, verse 1. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. Paul found some disciples in Ephesus. Uh huh. He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? My God, have you received the power since you believe? Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. God wants to work inside of you according to the power that works in us. Have you received that power? Mm-hmm. And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. They said, we have not even heard of this power. What are you talking about? Go ahead, Mel. And he said unto them, Until what then were ye baptized? Now he said, You have not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now that's God's work. But there is also a baptism that man can perform. And that's water baptism. Now that's, that's what we hit on last week. Two baptisms. One is of man. One is of God. Both came and were ordained by God. But in every miracle and in every work that God performs, man has a role and God has a role. We can't separate it. So we see one baptism. That's one man has to play a role in and the other God. But they asked or Paul asked them, have you been baptized? Who baptized you in water? Mm hmm. And they said unto John's baptism. John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. 
Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, they had heard that they needed to be rebaptized. Somebody, God has been working on somebody's heart to be rebaptized. I know he has. We find some people here who humbled themselves and they got rebaptized after Paul explained to them that now we must listen to what Jesus told us. Jesus told us to be baptized and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name. In the name of Jesus, we need to be baptized. Go ahead, Mel. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them. And they spake with tongues and prophesied. So Paul baptized them over again in Jesus' name. And after that, he prayed for them, laid his hands on them and prayed for them so that they would receive the Holy Ghost. That's what it's about. Paul knew these people were already disciples, already followers of God. They've already confessed their faith. They've heard of Jesus Christ before because that's all John the Baptist came here talking about was the one who would come after him. That's on Jesus. But yet they had not been baptized in Jesus name and they had not received the power. So Paul made sure that they received that power. It's only so far we can go without the power. It's only so far. It's only so far we can go. Eventually, we're just not going to make it without the power. So, Paul laid his hands on them, prayed for them, so that they received the Holy Ghost. So, this is what it's about. Receiving that power so that we can do what God asked us to do. So many people wonder, we wonder why. We say, man, I just don't see how anybody can live like that. I know God told me not to do this and not to do that. I just can't do it. Friend, because you have to receive the power. You have to receive the Holy Ghost so you can strengthen the inner man, strengthen the soul. Because we have to have something to help us do what God told us to do. And that's why he gives us the opportunity to receive his spirit. So that's the importance of the Holy Ghost. We can all receive it. All we have to do is pray for it. We don't need someone to come and lay hands on us to do it. And if you want to see that, let's go to Acts chapter 10, verse 44. That's just how it's phrased at certain times throughout scripture. But it does not have to happen that way. Acts chapter 10 and verse 44. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all of them which heard the word. Now, <laughs> while Peter was yet speaking 
these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all. Now that indicates more than one. On all. And if you go back up in this chapter, it'll tell you that there was a house full of people. Cornelius and all his family. Now I'm willing to go out on a limb and said he had more than two people in his family. It was more than two people <laughs> to fill up this house. So that tells me that Peter, he wouldn't have enough hands on his body to touch all of these people. He just wouldn't have enough. He only had two. So all of them received the Holy Ghost and Peter didn't have to lay his hands on them. Again, we can find this in Acts chapter 1 where there were 120. And then when we come to Acts chapter 2, they all received the Holy Ghost. Nobody laid their hands on them. But that phrase still signifies receiving the Holy Ghost. So I took, I took you guys here just to show you. You can receive the Holy Ghost without someone laying their hands on you. You can. We can find it in scripture many times. The important thing is just receiving the power. So you can be grounded in love, grounded in faith, unwavering faith. It takes the Holy Ghost to have unwavering faith. And it takes you to grow in the Holy Ghost to have unwavering faith. There's people with the Holy Ghost still wavering. Because we have not grown to a certain level yet. We got to keep growing. That's not something to knock yourself down because sometimes you waver. Continue growing. Continue asking God for the strength. That's all we need to do. So I'm wrapping it up here. I don't know how long I've been talking, but. I thank God for the Holy Ghost because without it, where would I be? Only God knows. But I'd be, I wouldn't be sitting in this chair talking about this topic. I can say that much. I would not be trying to spread God's word. I know that much. I'd be still out doing my own thing. So I thank God for his spirit to come and strengthen my inner man. And I'm praying and hoping that I'm not the only one. I'm not the last one. I'm praying that God would strengthen someone else with his spirit. We all should receive the power. I hope we all get the power. I can't have all the power to myself. Somebody else needs the Holy Ghost. Somebody else needs that peace that God's wanting to give to us. That's what he'll give us by his spirit. Once you get to a certain level, God's spirit will cause you to know, man, this thing is going to work out somehow. Some way. God always comes through. So I'm going to pass it over to Melvin. 
I appreciate you guys. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys once again. Yes, yes, happy Thanksgiving. <clears throat> and as I mentioned at the beginning of the live stream, there's so many things to be thankful for. One of the things I'm most thankful for is definitely the Holy Ghost. Um, because without it, I don't know where I would be. Like the song says, Where would I be if you left me? I don't want to know. <laughs> and I definitely do not want to know. So I'm I'm thankful. I'm so thankful for that because it it definitely gives you power to overcome insecurities um to overcome jealousy to overcome addiction to pornography addiction to smoking drinking drugs cocaine anything that you may have that power is above all other power we seek so many earthly things it's a person like that in the bible where they sought after doctor and they spent all their living till they tried jesus so we need to try jesus try to get get the Holy Ghost because as we saw in Acts chapter 19 not everybody has it and that is one of the huge misconceptions we think that we already have it when there was only one born with the Holy Ghost and that was John the Baptist so we definitely need to get the Holy Ghost and also get baptized in water in the name of Jesus that's what we talked about last week as well as a, a couple of weeks ago because it is that important they both play vital roles in our salvation it doesn't get talked about enough. The preacher should definitely be asking you, just like Paul did, do you have the Holy Ghost since you believed? How were you baptized? If you were even baptized, those should be the main things that preachers should ask you today if they are a true preacher of God. Because that's the foundation. It's such a vital role, and it's only the beginning. I use this example. I use this example so many times. When you're building a house, the most important part is the foundation. It has to be built on something strong. That's the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said, we talked about this before too. If you build your house upon a rock, it's going to stand throughout the storms. But if you build it on sand, it's going to fall. And great will be that fall. So build your faith on the right foundation and you will not regret it getting the holy ghost getting baptized in jesus name best thing that could happen to me to anybody and that's great and that's definitely something to be thankful for because he gives us chance after chance and we can read somewhere some places in the old testament even in some places in the new testament where god wasn't playing and he definitely isn't isn't playing now. We can see um, Lot's wife. God told her not to look back. And she looked back and she turned into a pillar of salt. We can see in Acts chapter 5 with Ananias and Sapphira when they lied about how much they sold some land for. They instantly, they gave up the ghost. They died. Right there, right then and there. But yet, we sin so willfully. We'll pay for it. We'll pay for all of that. But since this is a pre-recorded video, there are no comments to tend to. So we're going to wrap it up there. As I always like to mention, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. The link is in the podcast description. All you have to do is click on that link during the times when we are starting the meeting and you can join. We'll be more than happy to have you there every week, two times a week. It's a great topic being discussed. 
and come ask questions concerns anything if you have a question definitely ask and you don't have to wait until then you can ask anytime so I'm gonna wrap it up there again as I always like to say rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies counted all joy counted all joy there's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm counted all joy again hope you guys have a happy safe and blessed thanksgiving and we'll see you guys live next thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of god you guys be blessed thank you again for tuning in thank you for listening to our weekly bible study podcast my name is melvin corners here along with minister tony banks who brings the word every week you can catch these bible studies live on facebook every thursday evening at 6 30 p.m central standard time you should tune in and ask questions or just tell us how you're doing we'll see you guys next thursday evening with another topic rejoice in the lord always